You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Down the sideline, touchdown! And he looks the other way and it's intercepted! Welcome to the Arrowhead Pride postgame show. Inside the five, Watkins to the end zone. Brought to you by 7th Street Casino and GEHA Insurance. Here are your hosts, Pete Sweeney and Jay Binkley. Welcome into the Arrowhead Pride postgame show. The Chiefs dropping their third game of the season on Sunday night football to the Green Bay Packers, 31-24. And this was a game that we thought would go handily to the Packers. And that's the worst part of it all because the Chiefs, Matt Moore, Andy Reid, Steve Spagnuolo, and the defense was able to stick with Green Bay. But a couple mistakes at the end of the game or toward the end of the game, LaShawn McCoy's fumble comes to mind. Uh, Andy Reid will come under probably a bit of criticism for punting the ball away to the Green Bay Packers with a tired defense who simply could not get the ball back uh, fourth and three at the 40 yard line. Andy Reed opts to punt. I think of all the stories that go into this game and there's a lot of them, including uh, some progress on the defensive side of the football. The one that people will be talking about the most was why Reed opted to punt uh, late <laughs> in the game and give the ball back to the backers. Yeah, that's a big question. I thought it was two down territory there for the chiefs. It's time and place. Who's the quarterback you're playing. Who's the guy that you're playing. You know, if it's uh, even Matt Stafford, I think you punt it. Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, only a few you don't. The, the Packers have gone 60 and 74 yards um, earlier in the game to, to put up touchdowns. They go 75 yards with Aaron Jones to score a touchdown the last one. But they were all long touchdown drives, except when McCoy basically handed them a touchdown with that fumble. But he trusts his defense. And I'll, I'll be honest with you, they have stepped up in the last two weeks. 14 sacks now in the last two weeks. Five sacks on Rodgers tonight. Nine last week, 14. They only had 11 the whole year before the Denver game. They got 14 sacks in the last two games. Defense stepped up. Matt Moore was serviceable. I thought Andy Reid's play calling in the first half was on point. He was helping it Matt Moore. It wasn't long throws. It, no, no, it was he, nice He made throws. a game plan for Matt Moore. It was perfect. You, you let the guys do the work. You have speed like McCole Hardman. You know, a lot of people talking, well, Matt Moore, you know, the two touchdown passes. Well, he's 267 yards. You take 30 of that off. It was a push pass. It was it was little little less than a foot that passed to McCole Hardman. Those quick you know quick passes, but they count as touchdown passes. I don't believe they should, but they do count as touchdown passes. But Matt Moore was fine. Matt Moore did the job of what you expect the backup quarterback to do. I thought the defense played well in certain situations. The McCoy fumble really hurt this team. And Andy Reid not electing to go for it on fourth down, it, it was a killer because Aaron Rodgers has shown that ability. You know, to pick up that first down, be clutch. This is what he does. This is what the good quarterbacks do. And I guarantee you, Mahomes, flip side, this is another team. There's going to be other teams going for it, not to punt it, because of Patrick Mahomes on that other sideline. 
That is the voice of Jay Binkley. We have Dusty Likens producing this bad boy. Arrowhead Pride postgame show is presented by 7th Street Casino, where it's at. You can call us 913-576-7610 or get at us on the Protein House. Eat with a purpose text line 69306. We'll start with the phone calls. Uh, Kevin in South Texas, what's going on? Yeah, i just like to say I thought the defense played really well today. Uh, the, the biggest thing, like you said, is, is, is LaShawn McCoy uh, carrying, the, carrying the ball again like a loaf of bread. Uh, and, and, and honestly, Travis Kelsey, you know, being weak with his hands. I mean, uh, that, that, that to me is the biggest factor in this game today. Uh, I'll listen off the air. Thanks. Yeah, it's a good point. And the thing about LaShawn McCoy is this, some, this is something that he does where he doesn't keep it high and tight. He holds the ball like that. Uh, it's something he's been doing for most, if not all, of his career. And the worst part about this game is that fumble was not knocked out of his hands. He simply dropped it like you would a loaf of bread. He dropped it because he's looking ahead, looking for the vision, trying to make that cut when he goes inside. He's looking down the field instead of worried about ball security. But, yeah, he holds that ball a little bit too loosely. It's only a matter of time. The book is out on the Chiefs. He punched the ball out. Didn't matter in this situation. He just drops the football, but definitely disappointing. And Andy Reid, you know, hesitant to – Put him back out there. Right. He ended up getting benched. And then the second part of that call, the defensive effort, um, if, if you want to look toward the bright side of this game, and I'm sure we'll be breaking down each and every part of it, uh, the defense looked really good. And they looked like they truly were building off of last game. And that's progress because I looked at this game, and I'll admit, I, I said it on the pregame show, I didn't expect this defensive effort. And I understand you give up 31 points, but there was signs of progress that the defense can hold their own. And the one thing about this defense is, keep this in mind, Green Bay was giving up a lot of yards per carry. Their run defense has not been spectacular this year. And here's the thing. Andy Reid, you know, you look at the box score again, it's the same deal. Shady McCoy, nine carries, 40 yards. Only 88 yards rushing for the Chiefs. It could have been more. And I thought it would have been more. I thought they would have definitely break the 100-yard barrier having Matt Moore as the quarterback. And I'll be honest with you, the mix of the run pass worked in the first half. Because that touchdown McCole Harmon got, that was purely because you were showing the ability to run the football. It's play action. Matt Moore looked good on the play action early on because you had that threat of the run with the pass, and it worked for a touchdown to McCole Hardman. But here's the thing about these injuries. You know, Chris Jones, Frank Clark, you know, Kendall Fuller, those are going to start hurting you. Not only that, the inactives for the Chiefs, you think about this, 72% of the starters were playing. 28% yeah. weren't. But the inactives, Mahomes, Frank Clark, Chris Jones, Eric Fisher, Kendall Fuller, Andrew Wiley, all starters. And then Greg Sinat. And I told you beforehand, inactives are usually healthy. They're guys, they're the Greg Sinats of the world. That's your inactives. Usually it's full of those type of guys. Greg Sinat was the only one. The rest of them are legitimate starters in the National Football League. That's why when you see this inactive list, it's like, whoa. Yeah. Greg Sinat is the only, quote, Greg Sinat in that inactive list. I understand, but you put yourself in a position to win the football game. The good thing for the Chiefs is, aside from Mahomes and Frank Clark, all those guys could possibly be back in the mix next week. And what hurts the most is you had all these guys missing, like you're saying, pro bowlers, guys that clearly would be starters for this team. You almost won. You almost stole one here at Arrowhead Stadium. And a couple mistakes. You had to You had to play a perfect night. You had to be perfect tonight. And there were a couple mistakes. McCoy's fumble, potentially that decision at the end of the game. And, and you were right there. And that's going to be the most frustrating part, I think, for Chiefs fans. You know what, though, Pete? That's got to be really frustrating for the Chiefs. They just don't get blown out. You know, they lose by a score. 
I mean, it's, I mean, it's football the most comes maddening, down to one or two. It's maddening. It's maddening part to be. It's the most maddening part of being a Chiefs fan right well, now. Well, the other thing too losses. is this is three straight at Arrowhead. You've lost three. That's a lot. If you would have told me this team's lost three in a row at Arrowhead Stadium, I'd say you're crazy. And two of those with Pat Mahomes. This was a game, the Batmore game, where they could have won the game. Home field had the crowd behind them. Aaron Rodgers comes into this game three games under 500 on the road. Much different quarter. He's a great quarterback, but he's been a hell of a lot better. In Lambeau Field and outside of it. 69306. That's the Protein House with the Purpose Text Line. Call us 913-576-7610. Reggie, how you doing? Man, I'm 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 really pissed, bro. Like yeah. like I'm for real, for real ticked off right now. I don't hate anything as much as I hate LaShawn McCoy. The way he carries the goddamn ball coming through the line like i understand if you're in open field and that's just kind of what you do bro but like when you're coming through traffic before you break that second level you need to have it either high and tight or you need to have both hands on the damn ball because you're not as explosive as you used to be you used to be able to carry the ball like that because you could zip through the line you cost us two damn games at this point like i don't hate i hate i don't hate you're talking about the colts game too yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I don't, I don't hate. I hated fractions as a kid. I don't even hate fractions as much as I hate the Sean McCoy right now. Like, like this is ridiculous, dude. And you, and you, damn, almost forty years old. You're forty years old almost in football years, and you carrying the ball like this. Shout out to the defense, man. They played with much more energy, and they were much more effective uh, the last two weeks, man. I'm I'm really encouraged by that. I'm really encouraged by the way Matt Moore played. I thought he played well. I thought the offense played well. I thought everything played well. Now, you can tic-tac Andy Reid's uh, fourth, third down calls sure. and not go for it. I get it. You know what I'm saying? But but really, man, if, 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 if McCoy doesn't cough that ball up right there, man, then – we we probably get another score out of that. So I'm I'm really trying to not blow my top, man, but I'm I'm so mad at McCoy. Well, you know, good call, Reggie. And here's the thing, Pete. I mean, yeah, the defense stood up, five sacks, that shows up, and again, fourteen sacks in the last two games. But they were allowed a three hundred yard passing game, allowed hundred and eighteen yards on the ground. But not only that, the final drive, that was man stuff. That was man stuff by the Green Bay Packers. We're going to line up and we're going to run the football. We're going to limit Aaron Rodgers, who could make throws. He doesn't need to make much. We're going to man up and run the football down your throat. They were backed up on your one-yard line. That's loud down there. You know what they did? They manned up and they ran the football on the Kansas City Chiefs. They did. They got the job done. I know. And you look at 31 points. and and This wasn't Aaron Rodgers that beat you. That was the running game at the end of the game, not Aaron Rodgers. But you don't have Frank Clark. You don't have Chris Jones. You don't have Kendall Fuller. 31 points is almost... It's almost something that you would sign up for and say, okay, with the playmakers the Chiefs have, we can maybe manage to, to keep up. Uh, the LaShawn McCoy fumble that Reggie was talking about, of course, comes in the third quarter with the game tied at 17-17. If he doesn't fumble the football there, you don't know the Chiefs have control of this game because now you can score and Green Bay has to catch up. Uh, this game ended up just catching up to the Chiefs. Here's how the game ended. 5-0-4, first and 10 at the Green Bay 2. Jones up the middle. Jones right guard. Jones right tackle, Jones right in, timeout Chiefs, Jones up the middle, timeout by the Chiefs, Jamal Williams left to the Green Bay, timeout Kansas City Chiefs, Jones right tackle, two-minute warning, Aaron Rodgers short pass uh, in the game, Aaron Rodgers kneels, Aaron Rodgers kneels, Aaron Rodgers kneels. Okay, here's the deal. You, you didn't get beat. It was Aaron Rodgers over there? That was the running game for the Green Bay Packers that, that finished out this game. Yeah, I, I mean, I understand that. You're also in the fourth quarter of a game where, at, at that point, your 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 defense's legs are probably shot. I mean, yeah, but time of possession wasn't that off. 
between the two. I, you had a chance at your 40-yard line, though. I mean, you got to Yeah, they should have gone for it. Andy Reid made a mistake. You should have known that it is Rodgers over there, and you think, okay, Aaron Rodgers come down and beat you. It wasn't Aaron Rodgers that beat the Chiefs at the end. It was the run game. And Andy Reid beat himself. Justin, what's up? Hey, what's going on, boys? Okay, I got some good and some ugly. Okay, we had the ball, and fourth and three, yeah, my punt. But what happened last time they had the ball? Two plays, 59 seconds. So why would you want to trust a defense to make a stop? And then the good, we didn't get blown out like Oakland. But, like, this is all on Andy. We, you don't trust a play call to get you three yards? Like, the defense was playing better tonight, and so that probably went into Andy Reid's thinking. But the caller, although I'd, I'd say it, it makes sense because the, the Jones play before that was a 67-yard touchdown. Well, and the Packers scored on every possession in the second half. Field goal, right. touchdown. Touchdown. First, That's why they, they, they were playing well, and Rodgers was feeling it. I mean, after all, he was connecting on no-look passes in the end zone where I thought he was trying to throw the ball out. But they did get two back-to-back touchdowns before that Chiefs punt. Last two possessions ended up touchdown for the Packers. You would have to think they're feeling it a little bit. The game flow. The Packers are starting to move the ball a little bit. And don't give them the ball back because you don't want this to happen. Go ahead and win the game. 913-576-7610. Aaron, what's on your mind? Is this me? All right, perfect. Hey, so what's up, T? What's up, Bink? Big-time hey. listener, uh, long-time listener of you, Bink. Uh, let's Thanks. talk about the elephant in the room. I'm not putting this on Andy Reid. I'm putting it on uh, the receivers to a degree. Tyreek Hill, he opens up the offense. So we got to talk about Travis Kelsey. You guys keep letting him get a pass. He can't beat safeties. He can't beat cornerbacks one-on-one. I have NFL league pass. I've been looking at the all-22. Um, all Something is not right with him. He can't beat safeties or corners one-on-one, and that hurt us today. He made some drops. And they just left, they, they, they stuck him one on one. Travis Kelsey should not be checked one on one. And I want to know what you think about that because everyone's blaming Andy Reid for this play pass. But the thing about it is that Travis Kelsey time, you can't trust him. So well, I just want to see what you guys think about that. He right was now. targeted eight times in the game, four catches, 63 yards. Second leading receiver from the Chiefs, Terry Kill, once again led the team in receiving yards of 76. He did drop a few. He did make a couple plays, too. There's a couple plays he made, and I was like, that's Travis. And keep in mind the tight end uh, the last week against the Raiders. Uh, Waller went off. I mean, the tight end, 120 yards, two touchdowns. They had trouble stopping the tight end a week ago. Here are two things that are true about Travis Kelsey. One, he has off games. He does. He has games where he doesn't play as well, and that's just a fact. Here's the second true thing about Travis Kelsey. You probably don't want another tight end in the National Football League. You can maybe make a case for a few, but you're still not choosing anybody else. And, yes, it seems like he has maybe not been as explosive this year. Don't forget he had that surgery in the offseason, missed all of the offseason training, and he is 30 years old. But I'm not ready to, to go to another tight end at this point. Uh, again, as Bing mentioned, eight targets, only four receptions for 63 yards, and he had the wide-open touchdown. Uh, Chester, what's going on? Yes, sir. Guts and glory. I give my credit to the defense. Oh, that Aaron, uh, he knew how to use his running backs, pass to him, and get him on those linebackers, and they would beat him each time. I take my hat off to the ones that endure to the end. Guts and glory pays to the end, although we weary, but time and chance happens to us all. It's given to the ones that endure to the end. So if your confidence is increased, you know you can run the ball, you line play and matchups and different things, you're going to endure. 
to the end. And so you don't magnify the little thing. Oh, the turnovers, uh, the inches, the yards, and different things. Well, I take my head off to guts and glory. I take my head off to, Lord, when we get healed, you know, destiny bound. Let no man take your crown. You know, you not only adjusted this just like they adjusted. They played them tough for, you know, three quarters. But, boy, they, they adjusted. The opposition adjusted. And they came up with something that worked to endure to the end. But I take my hats off to the guts and the glory, to the team playing under injury, to the plain saying no excuse. Don't give us a pass. Just think about guts and glory. God bless you. You know, there's, there's another day and another time. And our time will come. God bless you. Thank you, Chester. You go, for Chester. The, yeah, thank you, Chester, for the call. I, and I, the clothes are dirty because the agitation, the winning machine, is what keeps the clothes clean. <laughs> Thanks, thank you, Jay. No, it's Chester. That's his. That's his sign. I think you look at this game, and and you you know, there's no such thing, of course, as a moral victory in the NFL. But stop you, it. You were badly, you were badly be, beaten down. You had plenty of your stars not in the game. What hurts? It's a bittersweet game. I think because you can build off of this. But you easily, I don't, I don't want to say easily, you, you feasibly could have won this game, and that's what sucks. The Chiefs season, in a nutshell at this point, is frustration. It's frustration the way they've lost some of these games. The Texans game, the Colts game, games the Chiefs could have won. Right. Very easily could have won those games, home games, and they lost them. Wouldn't those be nice to have a couple extra dubs while you had Patrick Mahomes out? Tonight, the defense showed up. Hey, man, this might be a winnable game. You look at halftime, Spags made tremendous adjustments they were averaging less than two yards of play. The second quarter, the Chiefs' defense came alive. They were good. They made adjustments, and they did the job. They were flying around, making plays. Uh, Damian Wilson was a man on a mission tonight. They were blitzing the Honey Badger that has sure. six most uh, pressures on the quarterback from a defensive back position since he's been playing. Good usage of him, although he was stopped on there. But they have good tackles. I mean, Balaga and Bakhtiari, great beer drinker, by the way, good tackles for the Green Bay Packers. But I'm impressed by the amount of the fact that they they brought the rush back a little bit. This team tied for first in the NFL with 52 sacks a season ago, 14 sacks the last two weeks. I thought they were good enough to win. But man, when it came down to the end, and this wasn't a 40 minute possession time for the Green Bay Packers. This was around 32, 33 minutes. And the Chiefs had it about 27 minutes. But at the end of the game, you think, well, we don't want to have Rodgers beat us. It wasn't Rodgers. It was the run game manning up. In running down your throat, that that's what lost the game. It wasn't Rodgers. Rodgers, great no look pass, well, I mean, the, I mean, but the end of the game was not Rodgers. He did not win that game for the Green Bay Packers. He made the pass when it counted. But that running game, that's all they did: run, 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 run. Timeout. Run, run, run. Timeout. Aaron Rodgers game over. But the game too is sixty minutes. I mean, without Rodgers, and for example, that right it was back thirty-three, thirteen, that twenty-six, forty-seven back end zone touchdown, miraculous touchdown. They're not even in the game, which was a stupid call in third and one. I couldn't believe Lafleur called it. I'm just I saying, was like, sweet. I thought Rodgers even thought you're he was highlighting away. that final drive without Aaron Rodgers. The Packers aren't even there. No, it's it's why the Chiefs should have gone for it on fourth down because exactly. of Rodgers. Exactly. What I'm saying is, it wasn't Rodgers at the end. It, no, it was it was ball was on the one yard line. I mean, the Green Bay Packers played well. That's where you could turn the ball over. Chiefs get the ball. I mean, you could be punting out of your end zone. That's where you need that defense to stand up. As good as the defense played at times, you know, still to give 300-yard passer and 118 on the ground, but they got to the quarterback and they pressured. But you had them backed up at the end. That's right where you want them. That's the old Derek Thomas zone, man. You put the team back in the end zone, you get that crowd, you get that noise in the back. That's where you come to play. But they didn't come to play. Uh, Scott, what's going on? 
Well, the reality is this, that Reed called one heck of a game. Yeah. You're looking at a third-string quarterback versus a first-ballot Hall of Famer. He called a fantastic game. He protected more a great deal. I want to know – I don't even know the name of number 81, but that guy, I, he should just go to the practice squad. And he's the belldozer. He's there to block, not catch. Well, which is fine, but the reality is, is that those guys have got to pick up a third-string quarterback coming in. I don't want to hear any excuses about that. Same thing with Kelsey. Kelsey's not hot and cold in games. He's hot and cold in plays. Which is just, he's so, he's been so spotty all year. I don't know what, he, if he's right, wrong, or what. But Shady carrying the ball like it's a loaf of bread, that, that's got to go, man. It, it's just that, between that cost of the game, you got some really bad NFL, NFL official calls. And then on top of that, you have Kelsey just being spotty. I think there are a lot of good things to take away from this game, but the reality is this game, this team is not what it was last year. Last year was our shot, and D4 doesn't know. The NFL, that's the NFL, man. You're here one minute, you're gone the next. That's, that's a tough thing about this league. That's what they like. That's where they schedule things. I mean, when you're good and you think you have a chance, that's why when that window's open, you gotta you got to knock the door down. And I felt the Chiefs had a big miss last year because they kept Bob Sutton at the beginning of the year. I, I don't think they quite knew how good Mahomes was going to be. They should have because he tore up the defense in practice when he was sitting behind Alex Smith. But he, sometimes you don't let those windows go because injuries do happen. Injuries and contracts happen in the NFL. But... Listen, all these starters going down, this is crazy. And the Green Bay Packers aren't going to cry for the Chiefs. Say, when the Green Bay Packers okay. won a Super Bowl for Aaron Rodgers, but, they had more people on IR than we've seen the modern era in Super Bowl times. But to They've say, dealt with This injuries. last caller, to say that the Chiefs' season is done, when you had that Mark Jones, Fuller, Wiley, you didn't have Patrick Mahomes, you were able to stay with... Like, if Patrick Mahomes plays tonight, you win the game. I mean, it's it's as simple as that. Well, it's the NFL. It's unpredictable. I mean, I even t- tweeted out earlier, which I... The Colts-Raiders... Or the, the Colts-Texans uh, game. Not Colts-Texans game, the Colts game today. People were saying, oh, the Colts are done. They're trash. They were losing to the Broncos. You know, they're, they're a terrible team. And, you know, they end up winning the game. But that's the NFL sometimes. Bad teams do show up and play. It's football. Dan and KCK. What's up? Good evening, Pete. Good evening. Uh, yeah, yeah, Pete. It was a great game by the defense. You five sacks on Aaron Rodgers. And uh, they should get Blitz and Rodgers. And uh, they would get, get game more turnovers. I, I agree with you. I think that uh, Sean McCoy has got to just do a better job. When he get, goes into the you know, hole, just hang hang on tight to the ball, you know. But anyway, great game by the defense. So let's take care of the Vikings. Take care of yourself, guys. Thanks, Dan. Uh, McCole Hardman was available to the media in the locker room. Uh, Hardman had two catches for 55 yards and, of course, the touchdown. Blazing fast speed. Here was McCole Hardman after the game. Nah, we just, um, we just, gotta, we just gotta just hit on all cylinders, you know. I think Matt came in, did a great job, you know. I think just as an offense, you gotta get better. I mean, you gotta capitalize on the, on the big plays and just, just keep going from there. Yeah, when it came to time, uh, you, you guys get a touchdown there. What was what went into your touchdown? And just seen the hole and had to hit it and you know get in the end zone. You know, I try to take, I try to take advantage of everything thrown my way and um, you know as receivers, we're going to get in the end zone. So that particular play, I know I seen the hole, hit it, and got in the end zone. What you think? I think he did good, man. You know, to come in that situation, um, I know a lot of pressure on him for him to perform like he did. You know, I think he did a pretty good job, and um, we're just going to get back to practice and keep going. Um, just gotta pick it up, man. I think momentum hit, hit outside a little bit. And, uh, you know, this game is, is about momentum. So I think we had the momentum for a little bit. And the offense is rolling. Uh, you know, some guys make some big plays. And uh, we, just, we just fed off that. Second half, a little bit of a slowdown there. Obviously, the turnover was key. But uh, just overall, the second half, how it slowed down? Yeah, it did. It slowed down a little bit, man. Uh, but, you know, 
like I said, as a, as a team, as an offense, we, we just got to, you know, eliminate those plays. Like you said, the turnover, we got to eliminate that as, as a team. We got to um, stop trying to, like, beat ourselves and um, and just, you know, all positive plays. And um, and um, so we just got to just keep working, man, and, and just eliminate those kind of um, kind of things. Still take a lot out of keeping the game close with a team that was really good coming in and really hot without, uh, you know, your biggest horses, shall we say? How's your best move, though, you know? Mahomes and a couple other guys, you know, some of your top players are still pretty. You take anything out of it that you kept it close against a really good team? Nah, I mean, we, like they say, next man up, you know, no matter who it is, you know. I got hurt, and Matt Moore, he's the next man up, so it's, it's go like that. So, you know, so you just got to be ready to play in any, um, any instance. This tweet from Matt Derrick of Chiefs Digest, Andy Reid on the decision to punt. Uh, some of it was momentum, said the defense had been playing well through the night and had confidence in them, says he thought it was the right thing to do at the time, but it didn't work out. I, I don't know how you see that. They scored every possession in them. Just, just Field goal, touchdown, said. touchdown. Where, where's the momentum at? I mean, I, I just don't understand it. Listen, they, they've played well, and there is a lot of injuries, and I think this team's going to be fine. This division sucks. This division sucks. Chiefs are going to be fine. They're going to be in the playoffs. They're going to win the AFC West yet again. But again, I'm a big picture guy. You know, what are we? What are the expectations of this team? You know, Clark Hunt said anything less than a Super Bowl it would not be a success. And I'm with him on this. He said on the franchise before the season started, I'm with him on that. Let, uh, let's go back. I'm sorry, Jay. Let's go back to the locker room. Here's Travis Kelsey after the game. Not the game. Obviously, you didn't respect everything. Where did you start out there tonight? That you know. got to be better from uh, Maddie Moore there at the end. Coming back to the ball. From your point of view, how do you, how do you think Matt did tonight? Man, I was standing. Hey, ball was right there. Um, every time that I could think of, and uh, you know, it's just look at film, figure out how to get better. But um, I got to be better for my team in the fourth quarter. Travis, I'm sorry to answer this already, but were you hoping to go for it there on fourth and two? Should have caught the ball on third and whatever. How much of this game sort of signifies sort of magnifying the small details, the small mistakes? That's every game. That's every game. You just got to make sure you stay true to your fundamentals and, uh, yeah. Kudos to Travis Kelsey uh, for speaking to the media after the game. You could hear his frustration on third down there. If he makes a third down play, the Chiefs don't necessarily have to go for it on fourth down. Sure. Yeah, it's, it's good. I mean, when you talk when you win, you talk when you lose, right? That, that's a good philosophy to have. Uh, I wanted to make a point on McCoy real quick. Yeah. And I think he gets away with this because of his age, because of his experience. You 30, don't go back to 31. Exactly. Yeah. I think if he was 23 and carrying the ball like this, Reed would have a problem with it. Right. Reed's dog heels can be quite large at times. When you fumble the ball or loosely, he's a stickler on turnovers. He just is. You know, it's why Hemingway made the ball at one point because he could catch the ball. Andy Reed's a stickler. That's why you on didn't ball see him the rest of the ball. game. Yeah, Andy Reed's a stickler on this. He carries the ball ridiculous. I mean, they don't even teach you to carry that in peewee like that. But he gets away with it because of his age and because he's been an effective player. Sammy Watkins also spoke to the media after the game. 17 points in the second quarter, Sammy, just seven in the second half. Just, was there anything that the Packers did differently, or was it just missed opportunities on your part? Um, I don't know. I just think we got to execute better. Um, that's that's not this offense. I mean, for the last whatever years, we've been putting up 30, 40 points. So I think we just got to find what, what we've been doing and, and get back to that and making it easier for everyone to go out there and play fast and uh, um, get back winning. I believe in the, the, the staff and everybody fixed it. Um, it's just one loss. and got nine, eight more games. 
you feel like you started to get back into a good rhythm today after missing the last couple of weeks? For sure, I started off slow trying to figure myself out. And um, later in the game, I started to get back in my groove and you know, catch the ball and start to feel better. And uh, I think next week I, I even play better. Watkins finishing with five catches for 45 yards. You can get at us, 913-576-7610. Also, the Protein House, Eat with the Purpose text line, 69306. Tim, what's on your mind? Tim? Yeah, hi. Thanks for taking my call, guys. Man, I I think the main thing I got to talk about tonight is just got to be uh, – I, I thought the defense played pretty solid. I thought pressure was there. The main thing I thought we kind of did was get keep Rodgers in the pocket, which seemed to be successful for us. You know, uh, I thought the coverage was great. Uh, the main issue I kind of had, I, I thought the Spags really should have tried to make some adjustments there when it came to uh, sending that back. Uh, the running back outside, I mean, 33 and 30 were really killing us when they were splitting out yeah. wide. And we had a uh, middle linebacker, be it, you know, uh, uh, Wilson, Damian Wilson, be it, uh, uh, let's see, it was Anthony Hitchens, be it uh, Ben Neiman there on that last play to get that first down. Right. Uh, I, you got to make that adjustment because especially, I mean, if you're thinking AFC championship game versus the Patriots, you know Bill Belichick and check down Tom Brady are going to go ahead and throw that out to the back there you got to make sure you have someone out there. Whenever we had a corner lined up on that, it seemed like they were going away from it and we were able to get stops. But anytime they saw a middle linebacker out there, they went and attacked it. And they got two big touchdowns off it and a couple more big games tonight. And I thought Spags really should have saw that. I was hoping he'd make that adjustment at half. And that was an issue to me. But, you know, otherwise, I thought Andy Reid called a great game. Uh, yeah. You know, there's some plays there that he could have made. It could have gone differently, but I think Pat Mahomes wins this game tonight. Considering all the injuries, you know, I think we can still hold our head high and move on to next week. Should be a good one. I think it's certainly a game that the defense will be able to build off of, and so there is some positive. I, I understand you don't want to lose, but there is some positive in, in what you got out of tonight. I, I can understand. I, I remember the play with Hitchens and Jones, and, and it reminds me sort of of that Houston. You're wondering what this guy's doing in coverage downfield, and, and so – you understand the frustration. Uh, Jay, I, I'm getting word that we do have Andy Reid uh, coming up after the break. Right now, you're listening to the Arrowhead Pride postgame show. The Arrowhead Pride postgame show, presented by 7th Street Casino. Back to the Arrowhead Pride postgame show, brought to you by 7th Street Casino. Here's Pete Sweeney and Jay Binkley. Welcome back into the Arrowhead Pride postgame show. The Chiefs losing on Sunday night football 31 24. Again, Jay Binkley here with Pete Sweeney and Dusty Likens behind the glass. Uh, Steven Serta, Chris Unocero, and the sports machine Sean Levine out at Arrowhead Stadium uh, getting us sound. That's how we have Chiefs head coach Andy Reid. Uh, here was Andy Reid after the Chiefs' third loss of the season. Um, listen, all in all, I'm proud of our guys for their, their effort. Uh, we played hard and aggressive. Uh, you know, the two good teams play each other. Sometimes the turnover here and there can affect you. Uh, and and that, that's a little bit of what happened tonight. But we can all do better. Start with me and, and all my guys, coaches and players, and uh, uh, up our game another notch and, um, and then win a game like that. Our fans are phenomenal. And, um, you know, they had some competition tonight. And they, they did a great job of that, supporting us. And, and, uh, Sometimes it's getting to come down uh, to inches here, so you got to figure out a way to take care of that. 
we'll go back, reevaluate it, and get ourselves ready for a good Minnesota football team. That time. Andy, how hard was it to make the was it to make the decision to punt there in the way goes into that decision? Yeah, so you know, so I mean, some of you know, some of it's uh, you know momentum and all those things that you, you look at. Um, uh, you know, it was a phenomenal punt. We backed them up. Uh, our defense had been playing well throughout the night. Um, I, I got confidence in them, so um, we get the ball back. And, Good field position, and listen, it didn't work out. But, um, I, I, you know, you would be questioned either way. So I, I chose to do what I did there, and that was the right thing to do at that time. And uh, didn't necessarily pay off. Uh, so I thought Matt did some good things. You know, he played well football the last couple of years. So uh, for him to come out and do what he did tonight, I thought that's respectable. And, Chiefs head coach Andy Reid on 610 Sports Radio. Anything about his game that maybe help you if he needs to play for you next week and beyond? I haven't been through it yet. I haven't been through it So, other than watching him on tape, I go back and look at all of his games. But I. Uh, he's a sharp guy, and um, he's tough. He's in a battle. It looked like he had the whole playbook for him there. I mean, there was a, you guys did a lot of different things. He was ready for the whole challenge. Yeah, he was ready. He spent a lot of time at it. Um, he didn't hold a lot back. You know? um, and you can't against a team like that. So they're, they're explosive. And, uh, so, but he stepped his game up. He wanted everything. He attacked it during the weeks. Coach, it's two weeks in a row. Damian wasn't. He seemed like he was spark off the Andy, when your first time around with LaShawn, did he have a problem putting the ball on the ground? You know, he, he's, he's not a fumble. I mean, that's not been his deal. He wasn't that in college or in the NFL. So he's had a couple of times. He'll work on it. He's a, he's a pro. So he had a long time and figured out and take care of Coach, this is two weeks. Just getting the ball, having a chance to sort of play the game. Yeah, so listen, I, yeah, so you, you know, you want to say you overcome those things, right? And that's where we can all take our game up a notch. But uh, unfortunately, in this same turnover, you know, this field goal, those kind of things add up. And again, if you can't do those uh, against good football teams, and, you know, they come back and get you. So it's all part of the game. Uh, we all do better, and so we make up the difference. You're listening to Chiefs head coach Andy Reid on 610 Sports Radio. We had opportunities to make up the difference. We didn't, didn't take care of it. Coach, this is two weeks in a row the defensive front has gotten after the opposing quarterback. And even with Frank being out, you had 12 quarterback hits, five sacks. Is it just a matter of it kind of clicking for the guys? On that yeah, side? listen, I'm proud of them. Uh, you know, you're playing a lot of snaps. There's not a lot of them. One before one out. And uh, there's even less. And so 
Um, those guys will play battle and uh, play good aggressive football. And um, you know, that was without Chris also. So I mean, you know, all of a sudden the numbers start going down a little bit. And you got to get the numbers back up. Uh, if you guys help me back in there. We never use that as an excuse, but you know, you know, as you get, get your numbers up, you can keep your rotation going. And the fourth quarter, that helps you out. And uh, so you need to get that done. A couple more guys. Did you just tip your hat to Aaron Rodgers for a couple of those throws? Yeah, listen, I mean, he's a future All of Fame quarterback and a couple of All of Fame pros. These guys, you know, I don't know how the ball got in there. Their hands were right there. And, uh, Yeah, he's a, he always a good athlete, and uh, you can see that. You saw him run Aaron down, and a nice job with that. So um, he's coming on. He's still young, but he's coming on, and uh, that helps us. Uh, in the long run, that will help us. Uh, and, uh, problem for the effort he's getting work. So that's Chiefs head coach Andy Reid after the 31-24 to loss to the Green Bay Packers. Who do you think has more fumbles in his career, Barry Sanders or LaShawn McCoy? <laughs> I don't know. The answer is LaShawn McCoy. He's fumbled it 23 times, lost 14 of them. So he has fumbled the, the ball before in the NFL, but he he carries it loosely. I mean, there was no excuse for that. The guy's, the guy's played long enough. He's been a pro long enough. Just just hold the football ball security. But I'm going to go back to when he's talking about momentum and where he punted. Right. I, st- I still don't get that. I understand where the momentum is from this defense. The Packers scored every time they had the ball before that final drive. Every Field yeah. goal, two touchdowns. They scored every time they had the ball. Yeah, there was no doubt about it. Where, where's the momentum? And especially in the in the second half. Now, if you would have stopped them in the second half, right. I, I'm with you. Second quarter, right? that was different. Right, right, second right. half is different than the second quarter. It felt like in the first half, the defense was an extreme strength of the Chiefs, where in the second half, you're right, it became more of a shootout. And and so I, 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 I'm with you. I don't know where he necessarily draws uh, that momentum comment. Chiefs were helped out, too, by Dustin Colquitt. I mean, that ball was on the one or two-yard line. Like, you you should expect at that point, with with not a lot of room to work, uh, the Chiefs defense could get it done. It just didn't happen, and 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 now Andy Reid will certainly be questioned about that. He will, and rightfully so. And here's the thing. It depends on who the quarterback is. It, like, Jacoby Brissett or Aaron Rodgers, it changes how you play the game. We've seen teams go for two on the Chiefs. When they score a touchdown, go for two. Because you need the points. Why? Because of number 15. It's the Pat Mahomes factor. We have to coach against the Aaron Rodgers factor. Do you really want him to have the ball back at the end of the game? Well, as I told you, they didn't need Aaron Rodgers at the end of the game. It could have been anybody playing quarterback for the Green Bay Packers. It was handoff, run, 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 run. That was just physical football at its finest. But I think you do have to manage the game and coach the game cognizant of who the other quarterback is. It's that important. Aaron Rodgers, obviously quarterbacking the Green Bay Packers. Matt Moore, uh, quarterback for the Kansas City Chiefs. Here was Matt Moore after the loss. Matt, what did you feel like to get out there and get that start? What were the nerves like for the game? Uh, there was a little bit, I think. You know, it's natural, a uh, little bit, but, uh, you know, got out there and got it going and it all went away and we were playing playing football. But, uh, yeah, I'd be lying if I said I wasn't a little nervous, but like I said, I think that's a pretty natural feeling. It seemed like the 
followed a little bit of a similar pattern the last few years where yeah. I would agree. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, it bothers me. Uh, I wish we can come out the gate or I could come out the gate rolling. Um, but like I said, we, we, we got it going and, uh, you know, I, I need to work on uh, starting a little quicker. Did you feel like there was a lot of rust tonight or did you feel like you've gotten rid of most of that? Um, I didn't feel rust. I mean, in a game, I think there's going to be a lot of things to correct, you know, uh, footwork, ball location, throws. I mean, I'll, I think all that stuff's going to come up. I don't know if that's rust. I think that's just, you know, that's going to happen with any player in any game. So um, I, felt, I felt good. When you go through the video, do you feel like there's going to be a lot of stuff you're going to see that's you're going to say, I wish I'd done this better? Yeah, I mean, we'll see. I mean, when we, once we got in the flow of the game, um, we kind of were rolling there for a little bit. Um, there's, there's always going to be something. And in every game, it's never as good as you think. It's never as bad as you think. Um, that stands true, I think, with everybody. So... Uh, we'll look at it and fix what we need to fix and move forward. Yeah, um, I mean, he made a great play. Uh, obviously, drawn up for Kels, and uh, I had to get rid of it a little sooner than I than we anticipated, and how we you know, worked on it all week and stuff. So, uh, for him to track it the way he did is amazing. Um, I mean, it was a great play on his part, coming across and getting open and then tracking the ball. I mean, that's that's not easy to do. So, uh, I, I I knew he was I knew there was space out there, and he was. I just had to figure out a way to get it to him. And uh, like I said, got it up early, and he and he did the rest, reacted and tracked it down and scored. So it was good. Is that one of those plays when you call it, you see where they are, you're pretty sure it's going to be open up? Well, you hope. I don't I don't know if you you never know, um, but you hope. Uh, and then obviously, you know, we've got some pretty good guys. So you, in my mind, I'm going to take our guys over anybody any day. So you have that thought, which gives you a lot of confidence. But, uh, yeah, obviously we got a good look because, like I said, there was a lot of space where, where he ended up. So he was open and, uh, you know, again, tracked the ball down and made a play. So it was good. Those are nice. Uh, no, gosh, and then just – you know, again, letting guys uh, do their thing. Uh, what a great play by him. Speed. Guys on the outside blocking. I mean, that whole thing came together real nice. So everyone was involved there. Um, and it was a big play. We needed it at that time. Are you uh, wanted to stay on the field at the uh, at the end? Yeah. 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 I mean, it's, hey, games, sometimes they go like that. I mean, obviously, yeah, you want to convert and stay on there and um, especially with how the game was going, uh, I think we all knew that was a crucial situation, and, and uh, we came up short. So uh, obviously that's something we'll look at. But um, yeah, we 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 needed that one to stay on the field there for sure. Couple more guys. Matt, obviously you've done this a while, but what does it think you're Pat popped up from time to time on the sideline. Um, and had great stuff. You know, we were looking at pictures, and he had great stuff. Um, it was uh, we we worked through everything there. He anything that came to his mind, I told him don't hold anything back. You know what I mean? You be you, and uh, and he came to me with some stuff and was excellent all night. Heck no! I mean, always learning, especially from a guy like that. Um, I think one of his best traits is his vision. So he's going to see things that a lot of guys don't. And so.
we just cut off with Matt Moore, but the, that was Matt Moore after the game, um, thirty-one to fumble their Peter. The thirty-one to twenty-four loss uh, to the, to the Green Bay Packers. Uh, but you can clearly hear it. he was proud of his game, but but a little frustrated that uh, he was unable to pull out the. Big it's going to be a world win for this guy. I mean, he's playing professional football, Southern Night football, going toe to toe with Aaron Rodgers. Last year, he was scouting Kyler Murray at the combine for the Miami Dolphins. Boy, they should have used some more Matt Moore, huh? Don't you think, though? though, Think about it. He's coaching high school. I mean, this is a dream come true for him. I thought he did well. And don't be – I mean, take the stats for what they were worth. Remember, as he was asked, is that the shortest touchdown pass you ever had? It was essentially a handoff, but it's the push pass. Because if if it falls on the ground, that's an incomplete pass because it's a forward pass. Those used to just be handoffs. Right. But they don't do it anymore. It's a little foot pass. They that almost should, it almost shouldn't be well, considered a touchdown. Did you pass. see what happened today in the in the Browns game? Baker Mayfield did that, and he did it right and to the yeah, defensive Yeah, he got guy. intercepted by, yeah. by a New England Patriot. Yeah. Moore finishes 24 for 36 for 267 yards and two touchdowns. Should be interesting this week because uh, now Chad Henney is eligible to go. And so I think that Moore earned another opportunity next week, but it remains to be seen what the Chiefs do. Yeah, because you'd have to think Henney's got a little rust. Now, right. Moore had a lot of it because he was out of football and he comes in. But once he got the going in this game, I mean, no, he did a good job of learning it. But he's a smart guy, like they said. And there's a reason Matt Moore's here. There's a reason why last week everybody's wanting to trade and throwing out trade targets. This thing. Now, Andy Reid's going to go with the veteran experience that's been in those meeting rooms with Pat Mahomes all year, Mike Kafka, Eric B. Enemy. He's going to trust that guy, which is Matt Moore. And obviously, he trusts Chad Henney. And it came down a couple uh, last year, before last year when they signed Henney, it came down to he and Matt Moore. But they went Chad Henney for a reason. They thought Chad Henney was just a little bit better than Matt Moore, especially Chad Henney's like a coach on the field, too. I mean, this guy's going to be a coach in this league. Who knows, Matt Moore might be that, too, because he was coaching high school. But there's a reason why they went for Matt Moore, and I thought the play calling was perfect. It's, again, just like he said there, let them do the work. Right. And Pat Mahomes has said this before, too. You know, and That's why I was so impressed. When he was a rookie, he was talking about, it. put the ball in the hands of my playmaker. Sometimes football can be overcomplicated. Then, hey, I got a guy that runs 4-2 or 4-3-3. I'll put the ball in their hands, give them four or five yards in space, let them do the work. You saw that. Sure. Aaron Rodgers did the same thing. Yeah, he did with just, Jones. Yep. Just let him go down the field, yeah. score a touchdown, put the ball in the hands of your playmakers, let those guys make the plays. Don't try to make every play yourself down the field. Let your playmakers do their job. This is the Arrowhead Pride postgame show presented by 7th Street Casino, where it's at. You can get us get at us at the Protein House, eat with a purpose, text line 69306, or call us 913-576-7610. Damien, what's on your mind? Damien, you still there? Yeah. Hey, what's up? Wake up, Damien. Hey, you know, I don't know why everybody's panicking. I, I literally watched this game just to watch the defense. I just wanted to see, was yeah. it the Broncos last week, or did Spags start making some some calls that were, you know, playing more towards his personnel. And I felt pretty good with this game. You got a couple of bad plays. The only two or two or three bad defensive plays I saw when he dipped into the Bob Sutton linebacker out there uh, covering uh, plays that I that I felt were bad. Otherwise, hey. Yeah, but here's the we thing, though. That's good seven. coaching by Matt LaFleur because he saw the mismatch and he thought, okay, yeah. here's a running back. He'll the ball. You can't cover everybody with defensive backs. you got to trust your linebackers in the situations to pick up the running backs. That's why I've been advocating Andy Reid to start using Tyree Kill more in the backfield, not to run the football, but to draw mismatches. That's what the Green Bay Packers did, and it worked out brilliantly. 
loved how they loved how they worked uh, McColl this week. I mean, they, like the first year they had Hill, they started running McColl like that. Uh, that was that was pretty awesome. So I just want to see Andy keep calling offensive plays when Pat gets back the way he called them now. And you know what? Defense keep on going. God, we could have stole one tonight. Would have been better off let Pat rest till the Raiders game, but. Oh, well. I think the last three yeah, home games, you can make a statement that you could have stole those games. But, again, Spags without Frank Clark. He's without Chris Jones, without Kendall Fuller. I get it. Injuries have happened. He made good adjustments in the second quarter, I thought. But let's, let, let's not give the defense complete bouquets. You know, at the end of the game, they their job is, their paycheck is make stops. Sure. It's what, what they're paid to do is make stops. You're at home. One of the loudest, if what is the loudest venue, point two, you have Aaron Rodgers backed up to the end zone. You need to make a stop. Sure. If Mahomes was your quarterback, you should have had that same mindset. Let's give Pat the ball back. Now, had Mahomes been healthy, you're yeah. looking at the defense. If you got Mahomes, you're probably going for it on fourth no, and three. you probably are. But your, your defense, step it up to give that ball to 15. Right. Because if not, you didn't do your job. And Matt Moore, you got to give him that ball back and see what happens. That defense, as much as we would say, oh, man, it looked great, five sacks, great. What happened at the end of the game? With the team backed up in the damn end zone, you let them jam the ball down your throat. They were more physical than you when it counted. Right. I think the one benefit that you have, and again, if you're looking at the bright side of this thing, is you get Chris Jones back next week. I think it'll be a little bit easier, especially with those, some of those run fits for Chris Jones to be back in the middle there. It's going to be a lot hard for uh, to do what the Packers did tonight at the end of the game. Another benefit you have here, again, if you're trying to look for bright spots, Mahomes, his his track is is very good. He should be back, according to Ian Rappaport, uh, in two games. So you won't have him for the Vikings, but you probably have him for the Titans. And you're way ahead of the AFC West. You're five and three. I think the biggest thing this year, and we've seen it so many times in Kansas City, right? You're worried about the playoffs. You you have a successful season. You're up and down depending on wins and losses, uh, but you're worried about the playoffs because. Again, you don't want to peak too soon. And and I think if you can just be truly healthy toward the end of this season, if the defense continues to make progress, and I understand, Jay, they weren't perfect tonight, but what I saw enough to, to make me say, okay, there were some real things that happened against Denver. They gave up over 30 points at home. They gave up a 300-yard passing game, and they gave up 118 on the ground. It, it's not exactly stellar. I get it. You got to the quarterback. But, but Pete, what's, what's, what's the don't point? You, don't, I mean, you're at Arrowhead Stadium. Don't you feel like... Devontae Adams didn't even play. Don't you, I get it, you have injuries. But. Don't you feel like, especially given the five sacks, though, don't you feel like, okay, they built off of last game. There were there were signs of progress last game that, that feel real. Yeah, I thought this the is secondary still Aaron Rodgers. Because one of the Tano, one of Tano's sack was a complete covered sack. This is still Aaron Rodgers, and you're still with that two of your best defensive players and Kendall Fuller, who is a, a, a good player in his own right. I mean, I'm not, again, everybody. A couple times Rodgers got sacked because he held the ball too long. Well, I, I. Why did he hold the ball too long? Because of the coverage. The coverage. Yeah. The coverage was good. It was. That's a lot of times. I mean, it was great coverage at times. You forced Rodgers to make a decision. You, what's going on? Hey, what's going on, gents? Hey. Um, I, I, it sucks that we lost the game. I'm not, a, I mean, but it's one of the things that I, it's one of the games that I actually had at the loss at the beginning of the season. So that's not, a, I mean, it's not a huge deal. But, um, Veach, I think Veach got to find us another running back in conjunction with the rest of them. That's number two. And my last one is the big one. Why are we as fans so worried about home field advantage? Because if we're looking at it, 
it's not really an advantage anymore, or at least it shouldn't be considered one. Well, the league um, this year is proven that road teams have been very good, and home field advantage matters in the postseason. It should matter. I mean, they've lost three straight at Arrowhead, so I wouldn't say that they're one in yeah one and three this year. Yeah, I mean they have three straight. You know, at Arrowhead Stadium, you win that first one. Um, But the bottom line is, yeah, I mean, home field. I mean, the Packers won it. You know why? Aaron Rodgers, two games under five hundred now on the road. Three when he came into this one. So he's better at Lambeau than he's out of it. I mean, you want home field advantage. I I think. You want the noise factor. You want the 12th man. I think the biggest thing for the Chiefs right now, and this is how you have to look at it, is you just want one of the first two seeds, right? Because you don't want to have to play that extra game. And so now you're in fourth place. Again, it's a long season. You you could still get back in the mix there for the second seed. First seed's out of the question. But it ain't about playing at Arrowhead. It doesn't matter. Arrowhead Playing at Arrowhead Stadium doesn't matter. Yeah, Mahomes has proved that he didn't matter where he's playing. Doesn't matter. So if you can get that second seed, yeah, it'll be nice. Some games are at Arrowhead. The biggest thing for me right now, and if you're a Chiefs supporter, is that you don't have to play an extra game. I don't really care about Arrowhead. Well, the, problem the Chiefs is, played better on the road The Colts and Texans, both five wins, both beat you. Right. Which is a yeah, which is ob- which w- which is a problem, right? And, and the Colts too were, were were bailed out a little bit today. I mean, they were they almost lost to the Broncos. That would have been uh, big for the Chiefs. It's that weird situation where you're actually rooting for Denver to beat another team. You can't count on Denver for anything. Nothing. Even Flacco was questioning whether they want to win. Nothing. Neil and Lojack, what's up? Hey Pete. Hey Jay. Hey Jason. Hey. Jason. It's, it's, yeah, it's my buddy. Um, uh, I thought you meant the werewolf. Oh boy! Um, the mo- aside from shady, really the most annoying thing to me about this entire game is that Ron the show Hughley was right. It's like he was talking about we're going to be sitting there Monday morning. So you played hard. You played hard. You played hard. They did, but they weren't good enough to get it done in the end. Like you said, they were giving up no. all those. Yards at the end, last possession when it counted, they couldn't get it done. Uh, I'd like to say congratulations to Matt Moore. I thought he didn't make any mistakes. You know, I mean, he could have been better. Yes, hopefully he can build on this. We get the win next week against Minnesota. But I mean, shady. Come on, man. I mean, yeah. how long have you been in this league? You you know better, man. Protect the ball. And- yeah, Lashawn McCoy uh, fumbling the football away, holding it. Um, like a piece of bread, or like a um, not great. Uh, Andy Reid was asked about that. Well, he has heard. fumbled it twenty three times in his career. And, yeah, Andy Reid was asked about that, and and Reid said he's not a fumbler. Um, okay. Well, I mean, it, I I don't look at at, at it as an excuse, but and, and you could clearly see that McCoy was frustrated, and he didn't play the rest of the way. I I I would watch him in in week and hold the ball like he has been remember when cream hunt fumbled he had to keep him in the game because they're so fed at running backs and he goes and leads the league in rushing yeah that was an incredible that was an incredible first game for for kareem hunt uh but anyway the chiefs lose unfortunately they missed they missed that style of cream hunt they do they missed that workhorse back and a lot of people think running backs a diamond does and that's fine they missed that workhorse because he was a breakaway threat whether it was running the football catching the football it was just good. I mean, it was someone dependable and reliable. And honestly, with Matt Moore, you need this. And I know Shady's got the yards per carry at five point four. He just doesn't get the ball very much, right? And and the Chiefs, the Chiefs, with Matt Moore, you had Matt Moore tonight, right? I mean, we said before the game, with me, with Ken Swanson, Swanson, we said before the game, you got to run the football. They threw it thirty six times tonight with Matt Moore. Yeah. 
Andy Reid wants to throw the ball. I, I've said this before. Sometimes Jamal Charles and Kareem Hunt being the rushing leader were just a problem for the Andy Reid mentality because sure. those backs were too good. And he wants to he wants to run an offense with the West Coast where you're passing the football you know, way more than you. And, and tonight, if there's ever a night that's going to prove it, it's tonight. Matt Moore, 36 passes. LaShawn McCoy only gets the ball nine times. Damian Williams on the ground seven times. What do you so think what, the Vikings are going to do next weekend? Second leading rushing team in the NFL, 4.9 yards a carry. 160.1's a game on the ground. The only team better is the Ravens. That's it. Well, it's another week uh, of preparation. Uh, I, again, I think you see Matt Moore. The Chiefs will try to go one and one during the stretch, and then the expectation is you get uh, the MVP back for that game against the Tennessee Titans. Chiefs lose to the Packers 31-24 on Monday. I'm sorry, Sunday night football. After the break, we will hear from Green Bay Packers quarterback Aaron Rodgers. That's next. <laughs> The Arrowhead Ride Post Game Show, presented by 7th Street Casino. Back to the Arrowhead Pride Post Game Show, brought to you by 7th Street Casino. Here's Pete Sweeney and Jay Binkley. Welcome back into the Arrowhead Pride Post Game Show. The Green Bay Packers defeating the Kansas City Chiefs 31-24 to on Sunday Night Football. The losing quarterback was Matt Moore. We heard from him a little bit earlier. And now you get to hear from the winning quarterback. Here is Aaron Rodgers from after the game. Aaron, um, on the touchdown pass to Jamal Williams, sitting up top, it looked like you were just throwing it away over Graham's head. Is that what you were doing? Or? No, I, I, as I rolled to the right there, I saw Jimmy, and I saw somebody wrapping behind him. Um, I was actually throwing a ball that... Uh, I thought maybe Jimmy could go up and get it if he wanted to, and if he didn't, the guy behind him might be able to get it. Um, luckily, the guy behind him. Uh, that's kind of shot, you know, I mean, there's an interception risk there, I take it, or did you feel like there was no chance for an interception? It seemed like it, there wasn't anybody in the back of the end zone. So I felt like it was a safe throw. Jamal said that you locked eyes before, but I, someone said, but you were kind of on your back, up with your lock eyes, and he said, before that, is he just... I mean, I did see him, but okay. if that's what he's talking about, I'm not sure if we locked eyes, and it's probably a little bit of stress, but I did see him. Um, we probably helped out with it. You're at the midway point of the season, but you've already exceeded last year's win total. What do you attribute that to? I'm playing a lot better. You know, last year we couldn't win a game on the road. This year we've won in Chicago, Dallas, and Kansas City. That's three pretty tough places to play. So, <coughs> we're playing a lot better. I think the uh, the way we're winning is interesting. You know, Jones we got uh, 159 receiving yards tonight. I remember one game in. New Orleans where Eddie got a couple of screen passes and had about 130. But I don't remember a guy you know, running slam and go for a 50-yard game. And then, you know, we're over there talking on the sidelines how we're going to close that game out on 35. And the consensus was that so was the jump. There's a lot about you know, the kind of player that he is. And, you know, we're finding ways to win these games. Really good teams find a way to win. We 
Varsity hits. I think that's a good job holding the field over there in the end of the first half, and then obviously the turnover proved to be pretty big. He leads Aaron Leeds League in touchdowns. Now, is this the sort of production you expected because of all that growth you've talked about and that you saw during the offseason? Well, I mean, I, maybe not lead the league in touchdowns, but, uh, you know, he's very talented, and I, I think this scheme has obviously given him opportunities uh, to do a lot more out of the back of, you know, we're splitting them out and throwing the ball to him. Yeah, you know, we kind of uh, got lightning in the bottle there a couple times. You know, hit him on a 50 yard slam go and then hit a screen pass for, you know, 70 or whatever. So, you know, he's a talented guy. Very proud of him. And, and Jamal, those guys got a bunch of touchdowns this year. They got to be feeling pretty good. Aaron said, you mentioned he promised you that he'd make up for stepping out of bounds on that one. Is that true? Yeah, he, you know, we've kind of been owing each other back and forth. Uh, uh, you know, he owed me, and then I hit him back, and kind of felt like I owed him, and I think we're pretty even now. Did you see this better receiver last year? I think he's always been a good receiver, hands-wise, but he just has a, maybe a bigger route tree now. You know, he, uh, both guys, you know, both Jones and Jamal ran, you know, four-step out routes today and converted on third downs. Uh, you know, it's just, like I said, it's a different... Uh, different skill set we're utilizing with those guys and on the watch. A little bit of a different feel for Aaron Rodgers right now. The Packers, they're a healthy quarterback. They're seven and one uh, right now. The Chiefs still waiting for their quarterback to get back five and three. Still very much in control of their own destiny as far as the division goes because the division just is very weak right now. And so that's the fortunate thing as the Chiefs try to recover from all these injuries. Yeah, that's the good thing. Like last year, you're looking over your shoulder. The Chargers, here they right. come. Beat them in Arrowhead Stadium, 12-4. and Finish with the same record you did. You don't have that push from the AFC West. That's right. Um, you can get involved with us, 69306, the Protein House, E with the Purpose text line. Also call us, 913-576-7610. Logan, you've been waiting for a while. What's up? Logan. Hello? Yes, Logan, how are you? Hey, uh, I just want to uh, preface this by saying that I think Andy had a great game plan going into the game. Yeah. Thanks, Bags. Had the defense playing about as well as he could. But I think the ultimate factor was the McCoy fumble. At the end of the game, you got to realize that Andy chose fourth and three and getting one stop from the defense if you don't get it over hunting and having the defense to get two stops. I think your best choice there was to Go for it on fourth down. Make If you don't get it, defense has to get one stop. Or punting, and defense has to get one of two stops on first and or on the first uh, set of downs over the second set of downs. I just think the, the percentage of going for it on fourth and three and getting one stop if you don't get it over punting and happen to get at least one of the first two stops, it just... I think Andy's got to realize you don't have the defense. Yeah, and and I think that that's a big part of it. Reed, Reed, Reed kind of cited the momentum, and uh, when when you cite the momentum there, it's just tough because it, it didn't feel like the defense had a ton of momentum at that moment. No, there wasn't the momentum at all. I mean, the Green Bay scored each time they had the ball in the second half. I mean, 
you look at this game, and once again, you know, you start in the hole, 14 to nothing. They were down. The Packers were moving the ball at will at the beginning of the game. It looked like Chiefs might have been in for a long night. Second quarter, brilliant. Spags was brilliant with his adjustments. Uh, the Packers were getting less than two yards of play. Chiefs score 17 points in that quarter. Win that quarter 17 to nothing. Second half, they'll belong to Green Bay. Yeah. The one quarter did belong to the Chiefs, and I'll say that. It was great game planning, but you got to do it for four quarters. Yeah, and Dusty just let me know. Great, great uh, stat from PFF's Eric Eager. Aaron Rodgers was 11 for 11 for 183 yards, throwing at Neiman, Hitchens, and Damian Wilson tonight. Uh, so throwing at linebackers works. Who, who would have thought? Well, they get the mismatches. They want it. Yeah. They get the mismatches, and he re- realized linebacker coverage. And I know a lot of people were crushing Ben Neiman on that touchdown pass where Aaron Rodgers just kind of just threw it up for grabs, that little no-look at the back of the end zone. Um there's nothing Neiman could have done. There's not. There's really nothing anybody could have done when Rodgers placed that ball. Yeah, and and again, I mean, he's one of the best to do it, right? And 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 still, he is among the elite. Uh, so he's got to find those mismatches and got to exploit your defense. Uh, part of the reason, and I understand Jay, you made your points earlier. Uh, part of the reason why it is uh, and feels a little questionable to to punt in that situation. Um, you know, caller was kind of alluding to. Uh, the Chiefs needing to go for it. If you do go for it uh, and you don't get it, the game is probably over um, at that point just because you're on the 40-yard the line and, and the, the offense was rolling for the well, It was two-down territory for the Chiefs yeah. in that situation. They tried Travis Kelsey there on third down. Sure. Um, but that was two-down territory, and I think you should have schemed with a short pass out of the backfield, run the football, whatever. View that that three yards as two plays to get three yards. I think because that my mindset would have been you have to go for it because of – Aaron Rodgers on the other sideline. And again, this season when the schedule came out, you look at the quarterbacks. I mean, it was a who's who in quarterbacks. I mean, they were playing pretty much every great quarterback in the NFL except for Drew Brees. And you didn't even have to play Andrew Luck because Jacoby Brissett, you know, he retires. You know, Aaron Rodgers was on the schedule. That's now off the schedule. Tom Brady's still waiting out there. You face Deshaun Watson. This season was about quarterback plays. And uh, you saw an elite win the night. Right, and, and and it just was too much for the Chiefs. Again, uh, you, you think about how this game played out. If you, you look at the fourth quarter and, and it's 24-24 to 24 with nine minutes to go, I think you sign up for that every time. You say, okay, let's just see what can happen here. Who would have thought that Matt Moore and the Chiefs could be tied with Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers at 24 in the fourth quarter? Again, that second quarter, 17 to nothing. Brilliant play calling by Andy Reid. Put the ball in the hands of your playmaker. Seventeen unanswered points and the lead at the half. Who would have thought that? I mean, it's it's that would that'd be very hard to predict. Uh, Double J, what's up, man? Hey, how you guys doing tonight? We're good. Hey, thanks for taking the call. Uh, sorry, that sound like crap. I was up game tonight. Uh, fun, game, fun game to be at. Sucks that we lost, but I tell you what, uh, Matt Moore played a. Great game tonight. He kept us in the game uh, after that second drive that we that drive that we had in the second quarter to go down the score. Gave the offense confidence. Uh, do you think I didn't think it played too bad? We got some pressure on Aaron Rodgers tonight. They just uh, they just bore the better team tonight. I mean, we fought hard, and hopefully we can go out when uh, next week against Minnesota. Yeah. Double J, get yourself some NyQuil, man. I know he's very he's very groggy. It's tough to understand him, but I the the general message I think what he was trying to get at is is this is a game you could build off of, and I and I do feel that way. 
Um, no moral victories, I understand, in the NFL. No, the Broncos game is what you can build off of. At the same time, uh, you were out without six starters tonight, and you managed to to be right there even without Patrick Mahomes. But I think Matt Moore did a decent job. I mean, without a running game with the Kansas City Chiefs, players dropping the football, Travis Kelsey, four catches, eight, eight targets. You know, guys didn't step up for him. Tyreek Hill did. You know, he stepped up for Matt Moore, but everybody's got to step up for the backup quarterback. They've got to step up and be active and catch the football and not the dropsies. We saw the dropsies tonight by the Chiefs wide receivers in the non-existent running game. If there's any game where you need a running game, yeah. it's this one. I know. It's this one. And, yes, the nice second quarter by the Chiefs, but to me, beating Aaron Rodgers would have been just taking a playbook that you saw from Matt Patricia, who didn't win, by the way, but gave the Chiefs a good run for their money. Bill O'Brien and uh, Frank Reich did beat the Kansas City Chiefs, and they beat them by running the football. I, I, I'm with you. Uh, it, it became a little bit more complicated when McCoy has the bad fumble because then you 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 bench him. He was out of the game flow. Uh, Damian Williams did the best he could. He is able to get the touchdown. Uh, just not enough for the Chiefs. On a the night they gave up 31 points, one of the leaders of the defense, Tyron Matthews, spoke to the media after the game. Tyron, how would you just carry that one overall? Uh, I mean, we, we didn't get the job done. Uh, played well. Uh, you know, uh, pretty much played well throughout the whole game. Um, they made some plays, Evan Rodgers, uh, being Evan Rodgers. Um, we let 33 get loose a little bit, uh, probably, you know, more than we would like. But, um, yeah, we didn't get the job there. How much more do you feel like it seemed like you guys were mixing more different sort of things in when it was just coverages? Yeah, I mean, I felt like we played, you know, uh, really well in the back end. Um, Pretty much until that last play, um, to John, he had 160 passing yards. So we felt like we played well in the back end. Guys up front did a good job, um, you know, getting to the quarterback. Um, you know, I mean, Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers, he's going to make his plays. Um, but we felt like we left some plays out there tonight. Um, and, uh, you know, we can't get them back. So, uh, you know, just go to the phone, uh, clean it up. Uh, got another big, big game next week. So that's the NFL. The big plays they, they got that seemed to be a large chunk of their offense. Just how frustrating was that to have a decent performance, you know, go go to the wayside because of a couple of big plays? Yeah, they caught us slipping a couple of times. Um, uh, you know, found a mismatch. Um, and, you know, anytime you play a quarterback like that, um, you know, that's always possible, you know, each and every play. So, um, like I said, we'll go back to the film. Um, but, you know, most importantly, I like our group. I like the guys we have. Um, you know, I think our secondary is playing amazing. Pressing guys, doing physical. Like I said today, I thought the front did a good job as well. You know, making Aaron run around. Aaron, how sort of deflated is the one touchdown that Aaron Rodgers had, uh, kind of the back corner of the end zone? Feels like all eleven guys are kind of doing their job on that play and still winds up getting a touchdown. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's Aaron Rodgers. Um, you know, uh, so he'll throw a couple balls up and you know it'll go his way. So uh, like most most good quarterbacks. So uh, yeah, definitely want that one back. Feel like you've seen that a lot just in practice. Oh yeah, I mean we we got plenty of um, you know uh, probably one thing on that particular play um, just push the guy out of bounds. Um, so uh, that'll probably be the only thing. But I don't even think he was throwing it to him. Truly believe he was throwing it away. That's good. When you look at what you're you know, coming into the game, you know we understand we got a lot of talent in our you know in our locker room, and um, it doesn't necessarily matter. Who plays? Um, uh, as long as somebody's playing, uh, we feel like we got a chance, and um, you know, felt like the offense did, did some good things today. Um, like I said, I you know uh, felt like we could have got off the field a little sooner. 
uh, that last drive and uh, get the ball back to offense and hopefully, you know, put them in position to score some points. Um, yeah, left a couple turnovers out there as well. I dropped one. Breezy dropped a pick. Um, so anytime you have those kind of, no matter how good you play, you play against a guy like Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, um, you know, they'll get you. So, uh, you know, we just got to capitalize on the turnovers, uh, you know, play better. This is Tyron Matthew after the Chiefs 31 to 24 loss on Sunday Night Football. It's time now for the AP Sounds of the Game. Design play for the score. So first and goal. From the three, Damian Williams back in. Give it to him. Damian Williams finds the crease and scores. Ten play drive, Damian Williams doing all of the ball carrying. Here's Harvin taking a little flip. some creative stuff sounds of the game courtesy of nbc the ap sounds of the game are brought to you by santa fe auto sound kansas city's home for car audio since 1967 and a couple touchdowns by the chiefs one from kelsey one from hardman uh, one from williams the most impressive touchdown of the night was probably kelsey uh, matt moore and the andy reed play was a fake pitch a fake shovel pass almost like a ghost action fake end around type deal uh, Matt Moore falling falling backward and able to to really throw a rainbow pass up to Kelsey who wasn't even looking turns around is able to track the ball wide open uh, and then did a dance uh, at that point um, the Chiefs were in the game uh, he was not smiling as much at the end well it was a perfect play because the, the confusion it created with the defense linebackers right. stumbling Very along cool. themselves trying to figure out where to go great play the Hardman, too, you saw his speed, showcased his speed Very fast. on that play. I want to go back to something with Honey Badger. You played the Honey Badger there right before sounds of the game. Yeah. He said, Brady and Rodgers, they will get you. That's exactly my point. You know, this goes back to, you know, punting the ball because of who's on the other sideline. It's not Jacoby Brissett over there. You know, it's not Joe Flacco over there. It's, Bri- it's Brady and Rodgers. They will get you. I thought that was very important what the Badger said there. Mahomes like that, too, but they will get you. Yeah, you have to be cognizant of who that guy is, especially when they got a ring and have had the success of Aaron Rodgers. That you don't want to give this guy too much time. I don't care if it's ninety nine yards or what. I mean, it, it was perfect play by Colquitt. Great punt, great punt. Putting is the punters are people too. I get that, um, but perfect placement. You get the crowd noise. You get the end zone. A lot of Packers fans there though. I give you. I'll give you that. They were the Cheeseheads uh, stand up, but they you know put the ball in the end zone. But yep, who's those? Who's the quarterback? Who's over there? Like, who do I not want to see? I'll go back. Aaron Rodgers uh, came on a Brett Favre show. Those guys really didn't get along that much in Green Bay. But uh, Brett Favre had a show, and I remember last year on Sirius XM, he's talking to Rodgers. You know, you're talking about that the killer instinct. 
They're talking about that you know, you're not the guy that the other team wants to see at the end of the game. Didn't want to see that, even though Aaron Rodgers really didn't matter on that final drive. It was run, 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 run. But yeah, you think of that. Don't give Rodgers the ball back. Right. Punt the don't don't punt the football. Go for it. There's certain times that go for that, and I thought the three yards with two plays should have been the mindset of we need three yards, three yards, two plays. Let's get it. Yeah, and and I think if it's Patrick Mahomes instead of Matt Moore, Andy Reid probably goes for it there. I don't know if he, he trusted Matt Moore in the way that the offense was. He would working. have a lot more explaining to do if he if he did have Mahomes in to do that. Oh, there's no doubt. I I just don't I just don't think he would have ever considered punting if it was that exact situation and you replace Patrick Mahomes with Matt Moore. Uh, I just don't think he had the confidence there, and there was a little bit more than five minutes left. And so he thought, okay, if they get a first down, even if they do, you get another shot at it. It wasn't like you had to get it. It wasn't what, like a two-minute situation what would other teams where you do had one shot. What would other teams do against the Chiefs? They would go for it because we've seen teams oh, go for it. Exactly. Two. It's oh. the Mahomes factor. What would you do? You know, should have had that mindset with Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady. There's just certain quarterbacks you don't want to give a chance to. You put the ball in the hands and you try to get that first down and you don't trust that defense. What part of – I understand the sacks, 14 sacks the last two games. Have you been able to trust this defense this first half of the season, Andy? If it, can Andy Reid really trust this defense? There's not been one game besides the Denver game where you would say, okay, maybe. I trust them. In the second half of this game. Right. Second quarter. Yeah, second half. They scored. They, that was a different Green Bay team. They made the adjustments, Matt LaFleur. Yeah, you're right. And it led to uh, success for the Packers. They ultimately improved to 7-1. and one. Uh, against the Kansas City Chiefs. 913-576-7610. Uh, Brad, what's on your mind? Yeah. Hello? Yes, Brad. Hey. Hey, how you guys doing? Good. How are you? Uh, doing just fine. Hey, here's the thing. With Patrick Mahomes, we were a phenomenal offense. With Matt Moore, we were a good offense tonight. Unfortunately, uh, Super Bowl caliber teams, you, you score 24 points, you win a game. Mm-hmm. And... We, we know Andy Reid's going to be a good play caller, and we know we have weapons to score points until we figure out a way to win games when we put up more than 14 points. It's a moot point to even talk about it. Thank you for the call, Brad. Um, do you consider it a moot point to even talk about? <laughs> no. You scored 24 points. You're at home. I get that. But you're playing the Green Bay Packers and Aaron Rodgers. They've uh, Aaron Rodgers comes in this game. He threw for 429 and five touchdowns last week and ran for another one. He's red hot. Right. And he's not washed or whatever. Anybody wants to put him in that category. No, it's still Aaron Rodgers. And and I think he just reminded people. Kent and I went back and forth before the game on the pregame. Uh, I, w- I said Aaron Rodgers is still among the elite and, and even potentially better than, than Watson. And, and Kent kind of scoffed at that. I think sometimes those new shiny toys, they just look a little bit better than, you know, the old dogs. And, and I, I, I get that. Uh, but Aaron Rodgers is 35, and that pass in the back right of the end zone, I don't know if there's a lot of quarterbacks who could have made that. I'd even go as far, and, and, and I, trust me, I know what I'm saying here. I don't know if Patrick Mahomes makes that play. That was just a, a play where it seemed like you needed the years of experience in the league to even have a chance at that getting caught in the end zone. Aaron Rodgers, over 2,000 yards passing, fifth most passing yards in the NFL, 8.1 per play, 13 touchdowns, two interceptions. He's got it. He's still got it, man. Let's go to Big Steve. Big Steve, what's up? Hey, what's going on, man? How you doing, Bink? 
What's up, buddy? Oh, not much. Uh, I'm feeling pretty encouraged after that, you know. It's right. not even Halloween yet. That loss ain't going to kill us. We're hurt, and we're going to get healthy at the right time, and we're tackling better. I mean, we're one-on-one tackling finally. I mean, we're still getting run on, but at least we're making open field tackles. How would you think that last drive looked? Well, I think, like you said, we got it. It all counts. You got to go for it. No. (laughs) How do you think the defense did tackling on that last drive? Well, we shouldn't even have punted the ball to them. Exactly, but how they do? Well. Come on, Big Steve. I, I, I appreciate the call. I think you can feel encouraged from this game. I really, I really, they think, I think because of, of the, of the personnel that was on the field and you were able to play in the national football league with the green Bay Packers and Aaron Rodgers. green Bay Packers aren't like the new England Patriots. They've beaten some good teams this year. They're seven and one now six and one going into this game. You're able to compete with them. You're about to get Patrick Mahomes back in two games. I think, I think there's a lot of football left. And the one part of that call that I really, really liked, and and until it's November or early December, and and you're worried, you're still worried about your team. Uh, I I think I think that's maybe when when okay, it's okay to get worried. But until that point, I think you just get healthy, you continue on, you try to make a play for this second seed, try to win each and every week, and, and show progress. And, and yes, it wasn't as great a defensive effort as, as it was against the, the Denver Broncos. But especially in the first half tonight, you can see where there's, there's building blocks. And, and every week, uh, I think the Chiefs defense shows you more to be encouraged about. Yeah, but I, I think sometimes we fall in the trap. A lot of excuses. A lot of excuse games going on with this team. Well, if this didn't work, if this fumble didn't happen, the injuries happened. We're falling in the trap of way too many excuses. That's why I feel with this team that we thought was Super Bowl caliber. I get it. Six starters didn't play in this game. I feel that we're falling in the excuse game trap a little bit. Do you think if Chris Jones and Frank Clark play tonight, the Chiefs lose? I don't know. What if Devontae Adams played? What would he open things up? I, of course, of course. I, I, and, and look at the Colts. They had two guys making their first ever NFL snaps on their defense. Yeah, and if the, and mean, both corners went out of that game, and both safeties didn't even play. I, I understand. They didn't use excuses. I understand. The, the, this was a game that the Chiefs were not supposed to win, and they almost did. And if it wasn't for a few mistakes, who knows how this plays out? I just think it's something again that you could continue continue yeah. to build on. I almost won the lottery once, you know. You did. I didn't get the numbers right. You know, I'm almost. You know. I don't know. I don't know if that's the exact same thing, Jay. <laughs> uh, when we I got when, four numbers right one time. When we come back, More like a buck, when we come back uh, here on the Arrowhead Pride uh, post game show, we will name our prestigious award uh, for the AP uh, Player of the Game. You're not going to want to miss that. Uh, that's next. The Arrowhead Pride post game show presented by Seventh Street Casino. Welcome back to the Arrowhead Pride. Post game show. The Chiefs losing on Sunday night football, thirty-one to twenty-four, and it's officially Monday in Kansas City. Uh, as we are about to name, great point, our AP player of the game, struggling. Once you take my name out of your mouth here, because this is all the Arrowhead pride. Because I, I always have a, a little bit of contention with your pet speed. The AP player of the game tonight is always a Chiefs, so we're not going to name any Packers. Let's not be crazy here. It's Matt Moore. Uh, you want to do this twice now. Two tw- weeks. 24. And you've given it to Mahomes none. 24 of 36 for 267 yards, 
and two touchdowns. The player of the game is brought to you by Mazarese Jewelry, jewelry that's dazzled Kansas City for over 40 years. Uh, so, Matt Moore, tune in to Fesco in the morning tomorrow at 9.30 a.m. If you know the player of the game, you could win $25 to Topper's Pizza, and one monthly winner will win the grand prize of a $500 Mazarese Jewelry gift card. Your AP player of the game, Matt Moore. Congratulations to Matt Moore on winning such a prestigious award. I'll roll with you on this one. It, it was tough. I mean, fighting the guy. But, yes, uh, Matt Moore. The Big Beaver came out. You know what? Out. He wasn't intimidated. You know, 12 incomplete passes, the 267, the two touchdowns. But, again, I'm not going to be blown away by the numbers because, again, one of them was a little push pass. They went for 30 yards. McCole Hardman, I think, uh, coming in strong on this as well. TK. Can't get, you sacks. can't give someone with 55 yards and two catches the player of the game, though. They changed the game, really, on that one. That was like, whoa. You could it showed off to showcase the Chiefs' speed. But Matt Moore, I'm with you on that because he showed the ability to go deep. He went vertical. It was an incomplete pass to Tyree Kill. But I do believe, you know, him doing that kind of spread things out like, okay, Matt Moore might challenge us deep. You know, he showed the ability there. Hey, he might go down the field. I think that did help the Chiefs exponentially on a few few plays in the uh, second quarter as far as spreading the field. The fact that he showed the ability, he's willing to do that. Who is your goat of the game? <laughs> um, Got to be McCoy, right? Yeah, okay. yeah it's LaShawn. Is that a goat impersonation? It's terrible, Pete. All right, we're going to wrap up the show, Kansas City. It's, lo- right. it's losing Monday in Kansas City. And, uh, yeah, they go to the game with Sean McCoy, of course, the player of the game, um, Matt Moore. I think that the story this week uh, is going to be defensive improvement a little bit. I know you're against that, Jay, so bear with me. And then I think a big point of conversation tomorrow is going to be the Andy Reid decision and the defense was really good in the first half not so much in the second half why make that decision to punt the football why put it back in the hands of the Packers uh, when you when you understand okay uh, if we give them the ball back they can run out the clock which is exactly what happened I think it's gonna be one play call I think that's kind of been the story the last two weeks the fourth and one do you run Mahomes and the quarterback snake this week it's gonna be do you really want to put the ball back in the hands of Aaron Rodgers to beat you. I still think people are going to be talking about the knee. You know, hearing these reports, we could come back. I mean, they, they don't know. Ian Rapport doesn't know. I mean, he can guess. I mean, I, sources I, could I tell think, him. I think. Mahomes himself so, said he would have played tonight had it been the playoffs. Rapport and, and Adam Schefter are two guys who are, for the most part, nails. They get, they, they know. They're hardly ever wrong. One, one or two times a year, they'll have to, like, walk something back. But. Of like, them, Glazer. Like, I heard people debating, it was Adam Schefter's report about sure. t- uh, Tom Brady be, be, you know, leaving New England. Is is that is that not true? No, Adam Schefter is reporting it. You'd think that if there I was I love the report, but he threw the realtor in there. Once you throw the realtor in there, that's where I start down. Here's what I'm saying. If Ian Rappaport is getting information and it feels good enough about it to report it and says that Patrick Mahomes could be back for the Tennessee Titans, you can bet your ass that he's probably going to be back by the Tennessee Titans. Yes, 100%. And so... Now you have one more week where you have to figure out a way to win. I think, based upon what you saw tonight and the Chiefs' effectiveness with Matt Moore, I don't think you change here. I I know that Chad Henney is going to be available. We've touched upon this a few times already in the show. Uh, I don't think you turn to Chad Henney at this stage of the game coming off an ankle injury when Matt Moore has been there each and every day getting reps uh, in the playbook. You saw that a game plan could win you the game tonight. 
when you're tied in the fourth quarter with the Green Bay Packers with Matt Moore, that to me is a sign, okay, let's do this again next week. I'm ready for more part two. Well, it's the rust I'm ready factor. for more and more. It's the rust factor, you know, coming in and, you know, Chad Henning. No, I would stay with Matt Moore, the hot – I would say hot hand. He is your player of the game, Pete. So, uh, um, I guess a winning player of the game. But You just hope that he can have a, a, a chance to win his second player of the game in a row. You, you want it three. He might go back to back. You tried to give it to him in Denver. That's true. Uh, he could have gotten it. I don't even remember who he ended up picking. Moving defense. Frank I told you Clark. all games. It was Frank Clark, measure. probably the last game. Oh, it was Frank Clark. That's Frank Clark. That's another thing. And that, that, that opens up the injury thing because you're lo- starting to look forward here, right? Um, Chris Jones has been week to week. We we said via the Twitter sphere that he, he told a fan he'll, he'll be back next week. Uh, he was supposed to practice this week and never did. Uh, I think the Chiefs will get him back next week. I think you get Eric Fisher and Andrew Wiley back as well. Because Fisher practiced Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. Limited, yes. Limited, yeah. But at least I, he was out there. I, yeah, I just don't think they were they were rushing him back this time because they did that, and then he had to have groin surgery. This Frank Clark thing kind of came out of nowhere. And it, you start to think about it. It was a report by somebody. I remember, could this be a lingering effect? This, I think it was Borgman, your guy. Aaron Borgman, yes. Yeah, said, could this be uh, – could this have been what's maybe hampered and could explain what was the report? some of his play? The report was really odd. Uh, Ian Rappaport saying something to the extent of Frank Clark has been playing with this for quite some time. So did he not tell the Chiefs? Was there because there's if you get treatment, you're on the injury report, and he hasn't been on the injury report. So I, I do think Andy Reid's going to have to answer some questions about that. I'm sure he'll he'll be posed some tomorrow at the press conference um, at noon. Uh, we can't play it live on Six and Sports Radio, but shortly thereafter, you can hear what happened on, on Show and Vern. Uh, I'm curious to to hear what 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 really went on with Frank Clark. What why is he out of the mix? Is Chris Jones in the mix? And then uh, I'm sure you'll get an update on where Patrick Mahomes is at. But I neck, found- the, the neck thing though that's that's one of those the neck back those type of things are the lingering ones. Well, that's exactly what the Chiefs were dealing with with D Ford, where he had the back issues, and then all of a sudden the neck leads to the back. They usually, they pop up, go in together. You hope that Frank Clark can be back week to week. Does not sound good. It does. It does not say he didn't practice all last week. Um, apparently, it didn't happen in the last game because he finished out the Broncos game. Player of the game. I, I just could could be could be his last game for a while. So I'm glad we got it. Got him one. Uh, one thing I do want to talk about very quickly. Patrick Mahomes told NBC yep. that if this was a playoff game, he would have went tonight. Uh, that's commendable. It's also insane. I mean, this is what, 11, 12 days after suffering? Or no, 10 days. Bad math by me. I was never a math major. Uh, 10 days after suffering a dislocated kneecap, he was willing and ready to go in the game. I think I think this uh, last week or so, I mean, if Mahomes already didn't have enough respect in the NFL, you know how much he gained just extra from showing how tough he is this last two weeks? I mean, guys have been talking. Chris Carter, you know, the first things first, talking about, you know, he's a tough guy. It's going to be hard to keep this guy out, and this is what they do. And I talked to Bill Moss, uh, the, the football and barbecue podcast that comes out tomorrow on 610 Sports. You probably listened to it, Pete. It's really good. But he talks about, you know. Shameless. That locker room. But it, I it's, I plug someone's on the station. It wasn't like you and your website and your TV gigs. com. Good stuff. Arrowheadpride.com. Must for Chiefs fans. Uh, see, I just plugged you. But the bottom line is he talked about the Thank respect you. in the locker room. Just like when he was high-fiving players coming in the locker room in Denver. It showed that even though he's down, he gave those guys hope. Hey, our quarterback's going to be fine. Look at him. 
our quarterback's going to be fine. He waves off medical attention on the field. He got it on the field, but he waves off the cart and goes inside. That stuff resonates. And not only has he got the reputation already for being a gutsy quarterback, the MVP, but he's starting to get that credit for being that tough guy. Because you always want your quarterback to be that guy. And he's starting to show he earned, I think he got a ton of street cred from the players on how tough he is. Not only how good he is, but how tough he is by his attitude when he's wanting to play. It's the ultimate competitor. It's what you want all your guys to be like Pat Mahomes. This guy's tough. I mean, the kneecaps pop right in there on the field. A lot of guys take time out after that. Yeah. They whine and cry like Joe Flacco every week. Not him. And when he's down, you see how quickly offensive linemen and other teammates of his come very quickly to his defense. Or the visitors. The, thing, the Broncos were coming over there. The Jaguars game comes to mind where everyone was kind of on top of him and you had Chiefs pulling uh, him off Patrick Mahomes. You saw tonight on the telecast, Patrick Mahomes isn't even playing. Uh, LaShawn McCoy fumbles the football. What does Mahomes do? He goes over and says, hey, man, don't worry about it. Uh, McCoy never got in the game, at least from what I could see. Uh, again. No, he said that'll be 500 bucks, dude. Put it in my locker. And so I don't think he said that. Uh, he said, keep your head up, I'm sure. Um, but what's interesting about that. He said, hold the ball, dumbass. Is, <laughs> okay. He didn't now, say it. Now we're, this is getting out of This is what I would have said. This is what happens when, when the Arrowhead Pride post game changes to Monday from Sunday. Uh, he probably told LaShawn McCoy, hey, keep your head up. And and, and what's interesting about that is is Mahomes is a 24-year-old and, and McCoy is 31. Uh, so that's like real leadership. Like one of the most impressive things about Mahomes is is there almost is no age with him. He is a young guy, but he acts like he's 35, 38, 36. When you heard on the broadcast, how he's more mature than you, Jay. I'll tell you that. Thank you, Pete. Yeah, uh, no problem. Uh, old enough, he's his dad, to be honest with you. Um, but you heard on the broadcast how Aaron Rodgers kind of takes over the play calling there at times. Yeah. For Matt LaFleur. This, this is Mahomes. When Mahomes is Rodgers' age, he'll be starting to call his own plays. Think about that. Because they, they turn a lot of that over to Aaron Rodgers. Lafleur was hired, I'm so we sure, could get I'm along. Sure Aaron Rodgers needed somebody he'd get along with. Don't don't you think there's a little bit of that already built in, especially given how many RPOs Andy Reid calls? He, he he knows what Andy's going to call before he even calls it. Again, I told you in two minute drills, I'm turning it over to him. You you're going straight, Mahomes. Yeah, yeah. They're on the same page. I mean, they're thinking the same way. And when you get to that point when you're thinking the same way as the coach, you save time. He's the one on the field playing, different than calling it on a headset, just like it's different for us watching the game, not understanding what these players are going through on the field and taking that into consideration. But, yeah, when you when you, when you have the feel of the game, you know what's working, what's not, what throws you can make, which ones you can't. Uh, you're seeing the defense. He's seeing the defense different than Andy Reid is from the side of him. He's right in front of it. Can't see any more crystal clear than what he's seeing. Yeah, I, I think – and I think the clock management and those type of issues get better when he's calling the plays when it, when when the money time. Clock is always a thing too, and it can't it came into to to account tonight too, uh, with five minutes to go. I think maybe Andy Reid took a peek at the clock and said maybe there's enough time to get full timeouts, two minute warning. Yep. And and, and again, it, it kind of went the way it did, and then the thirty one to twenty four loss. Uh, you are listening to the Arrowhead Pride Post Game Show presented by 7th Street Casino, where it's at. When we come back, we'll wrap things up and give you our final verdict. It's next on the Arrowhead Pride Post Game Show. The Arrowhead Pride Post Game Show presented by 7th Street Casino. 
to the Arrowhead Pride Post Game Show. Brought to you by 7th Street Casino. Here's Pete Sweeney and Jade Binkley. Welcome back into the Arrowhead Pride Post Game Show. Pete Sweeney hanging out with Jade Binkley, Dusty Likens uh, behind the glass. We're wrapping this thing up. The Chiefs losing uh, to the Green Bay Packers 31 to 24. And I bet you the attention turns pretty quickly here, especially for the Kansas City Chiefs, right to the Minnesota Vikings uh, who are coming into town next week. It's what you got to do. Would, would Billichek say that one time? On the Cincinnati, on the Minnesota. Here's the thing about Minnesota. I mean, worth the turn here, Pete. Dalvin Cook is playing as good as almost any player in the National Football. Second leading rushing team in the NFL. The only one better is the Ravens because Lamar Jackson added that quick. They, they run the ball for 160 yards a game. Dalvin Cook today had... 23 carries. He didn't play today. Oh, what, what, is, what am I looking at here? It was Thursday. Oh, I'm sorry, Thursday night. Dalvin Cook on Thursday night, that's right. Uh, 23 on, ca- carries for 98 yards, five receptions for 73 yards, uh, the one touchdown on the ground. I forgot about I forgot. He's about pretty Thursday. good. Long time ago. Uh, uh, and then Madison. 13, Former teammate of Derek Nani. 13 carries for 61 yards. This is going to be a true test for, for the Chiefs defense. Um, if they, I mean, you struggle with Jones. This is, this is one of the best backs in the game. Yeah, Kerryon Johnson. This is ran the ball over you. This is where I mean, this is he's legit. This is Saquon Barkley. This is Christian McCaffrey. This is Dalvin Cook. He's Listen, right, he's they right were there. whining like Stephon Diggs and Thielen were, were whining about the quarterback situation. Kirk Cousins is actually strung together about three or four nice weeks. Whining's a bit strong. You don't think it was whining? No, they were calling out the quarterback because he was playing terrible football. But but. And what's happened ever since they did that? Well, he's playing better, but exactly. they were they were whining. The you don't, you don't call out your no. You're not resting anything. You don't call out your and quarterback. Technically, nobody played today because it's Monday. So the only people that will play today is Miami and Pittsburgh. Your thing. Let's, let's go Steelers. I got them in Survivor League. Let's go. Uh, Fading the Dolphins. But yeah, so it's the Kirk Cousins, and then Stefan Diggs is playing playing well after wanting to be traded. Uh, seven targets, seven Again, receptions, one hundred forty three yards. Uh, Adam Thielen should be back against Kansas City. Uh, which is kind of a bad break because they, they almost uh, they almost didn't have to see Adam Thielen. Um, and so there you have it, the Minnesota Vikings against the Kansas City Chiefs next week. Uh, probably Matt Moore. I, I wonder if the Chiefs play the game this week again where it's do you get Mahomes, uh, do you get Chad Henney, uh, do you get Matt Moore. Chad Henney now is in the three-week window where – he could come back now within the next two weeks. If Chad Henney isn't activated in the next two weeks, he's done for the year. He had ankle surgery toward the end of the preseason. Who? It could be the three-man monster, and, and Ken pointed this out to me. He knows the offense and everything, but it's the rust factor. Right, and, and Ken pointed this out to me. The Chiefs could play this game where they, they just don't announce their quarterback toward the end of the week once again, and it, the, the Vikings are left wondering, is it Mahomes, is it Henney, or is it more? It's Trot Mahomes out there to practice, let everybody keep thinking. Guessing, hot taking. I mean, listen, it it is it is one of the bigger stories in the NFL because Mahomes is that talented, and so people just want to know, even across the league wide, when is this guy going to go again? It, it is. I mean, you think about James Palmer, NFL Network. He's been basically planted in with the Chiefs. Think about Rappaport. Like every day, he's got something on the Chiefs. There's a little video every day. I mean, that's the kind of attention the Chiefs have gotten. Well, that's what's. Crazy and fun and cool, I think, about the Chiefs team and, and Mahomes. Again, not a great night because of the loss, but just in general. It's just a, it's a great time to be a Kansas Cityan, uh, a great time to be in Kansas City because 
this guy's really put you on the map. It reminds me of when Peyton Manning was in Indianapolis. Not that, you know, Indianapolis is the b- biggest city in the world, but people tend to care more because the NFL is just so huge and so popular, and Patrick Mahomes is a national superstar. Probably international at this point, too. You think he's international? We're going to, we're going, we're going to. Well, they love, they love marketing and he's big in London, probably. I mean, they've been, even though he hadn't played over there, they love showing the games. The arrowhead, he's going to be huge in Mexico. The arrowhead in a couple weeks. Guys he's going to be huge in Mexico do, in a couple weeks. Do. Mahomes is coming to the country. Chargers, Chiefs, Mexico City, high altitude, higher altitude than my life. Have you had tonight? My goodness. A couple, <laughs> a couple. I've been watching this guy for the entire I'm feeling no show. pain. And he has had three or four bang energy drinks. Good Lord, he has hopped up. Which means I'll be rolling right till bank at night tomorrow. Are you going, to, point, are you going to sleep tonight, you think? No. <laughs> He's not going to sleep. I go back and watch the game again. I don't know why you want to watch this again. That being said, it's time for the final verdict. Order. Order in the court. The final verdict brought to you by Scruggs Law Firm. You deserve more than a lawyer. The final verdict, Scruggs Law Firm, your local injury lawyer. Uh, Jay, what is your grand takeaway from this game? What did you learn about the Chiefs tonight? What can they build on from this? Well, the grand takeaway is, okay, let's look at things. 14 sacks the last two games. Love this. There's times I love the defense You love the defense. You love defensive football. I I do, but let's not get crazy. Still gave over 31 points at home, 300-yard passer, and you give 118 on the ground. Bottom line is, is the defense was fine. But you got to finish the game. Right. It's just like Kansas football. Got a lot of what it could have, should have. They had to finish the game. They get it did against Texas Tech. But you got to finish it. Andy Reid, the play call, bad news. Because Aaron Rodgers is over there. As the Honey Badger said after the game, Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, they'll get you. And they got got. And you know what? Aaron Rodgers wasn't even needed for the Green Bay Packers. You could have played quarterback, Pete. All they did, hand the ball off, hand the ball off, that. hand the ball off. Timeout, Kansas City. Hand off, hand off, timeout. Hand off, hand off, Aaron Rodgers. Boom, game over. My final verdict. Got to finish. My final verdict on this one is: I, I really think, despite what you're you're saying, and, and I understand. Trust me, I understand. But despite, despite I don't think you do, despite what you're saying, I, I think the defense proved to me, uh, at least for one half of football, one quarter of football, especially in the second quarter, football's that, four quarters. That there is some progress here uh, that they built upon. Uh, from that Thursday night football game uh, against the Denver Broncos, and you hope that that carries into the Minnesota Vikings. You're going to have two games here without Patrick Mahomes, and you got to go 500. You already dropped this one because of some mistakes, including LaShawn McCoy fumble. Uh, the 50-yard field goal miss uh, did not help, and Andy Reid, questionable decision. you got to clean that up. you got to play a perfect game uh, against the Minnesota Vikings and get that one, so you're 1-1 one one, uh, by the time Mahomes comes back, and that this... Uh, idea and this possibility of getting a first round buy in the AFC is still there because you're starting to get to that point when you get to loss four, loss five, loss six, where that becomes less and less of a possibility because there are some decent teams here in the AFC. No question. Big news for Chiefs fans. Tuesday, which is actually tomorrow because tomorrow, today is actually Monday, October 29th, three o'clock trade deadline in the National Football League. Will the Chiefs make a move? Or not, they've got one day, basically 3 o'clock on the 29th. 3 o'clock arrowhead time, as Pete would say. We just wrapped up the final verdict, uh, brought to you by Scruggs Law Firm, your local injury lawyer. Tuesday is the trade deadline. I'd like to see the Chiefs make a move for a cornerback. It doesn't have to be something crazy like a Patrick Peterson, although that would be nice and it would give the Chiefs a nice boost. I just don't think it's realistic. Uh, I do think that they have uh, a need still in the secondary 
You can make a case after this game. We just re- read off that linebacker stat that maybe maybe a linebacker is the need as opposed to a, a cornerback here. Yeah, I don't think Peterson is completely unrealistic. They did lose today 31-9 to the Saints. This is a team that felt that they were still in it the for Cardinals. some reason. Yes, the Cardinals, for some reason, uh, which they're not. They're clearly not. Uh, I, would, I, w- I would not say never. Never say never. I, I just, they every single time this comes up, and now it's come up how many times? 10, 15, 20 times. They, they say they're not trading him. I don't know why. I, I agree with you. I You would think that they would want to get something for him, uh, but they, they have no interest in, in, in moving Patrick Peterson. They need to rebuild that team, build it around Kyler Murray. <laughs> you nobody wants to accept the, the answer no, but I just, I just don't. I will not accept no. I think a, I think a player and did you ever expect Jalen Ramsey to be traded before the season started? Yes. No, you didn't. Before the, he before didn't, the season, you thought Jalen Ramsey be traded? Huh? He didn't want to play there the whole off season. Well, but he he bought into so, that. He just got a lot, didn't agree with Doug Brown. But that team that team had high expectations with Nick Foles that defense. You know, I didn't expect Jalen Ramsey to be treated as early as he was. I did once he got a, you know, he started doing the fake injuries or whatever. Showed up in a Brinks truck to start yeah, the season. Yeah, yeah. He wasn't happy. I knew he wanted to get paid, but I thought it could maybe work out in Jacksonville. Go get Von Miller. Because Sean Conn, the owner, wanted to keep back. Yeah, I digress. It's Jalen Ramsey. Who cares? A lower level move that I think would make more sense where you don't have to trade away some of your premium picks is like for someone like Janoris Jenkins, uh, who has been with. Steve Spagnuolo before and can give you another body. That's the one thing about Brett Veach still maybe first round pick yet. I know, I know. I I feel like when you're about to pay Mahomes what you're about to pay him, you got to keep some of these picks. They they've got to do better in the draft, and it should be an emphasis because the 2018 draft terrible, nothing. Right. 2019's yielded some good returns, but 18, so it's almost a waste of a draft. Derek Naughty, the Derek Naughty draft. Yeah. Not a big Naughty guy. He I mean, he's looked okay at times. I thought Colin Saunders has actually looked better than him the last couple of weeks. Colin Saunders is starting to come along. I, I, there is something to be said but by trial by fire. I think these players tend to look better when they can actually get in. You know, when Colin Saunders first enters after not playing the first few weeks, he's not going to look great. It's so a one-double-A guy. He's start. a very friendly guy, but he's got the chip. One-double-A, went to the was senior bowl, played Division tonight, One talent. You know, huh? After the big play, I was hoping to maybe see a backflip. Got the sack. Yeah, first sack in cool. NFL career. Cool. Did not get to see that. Though. Big guy backflip. It's an impressive feat. You ever I, seen me backflip? That, that is not even a possibility. We all know that. That, that. That's the case. Well. Football's four quarters, Pete. The Kansas City Chiefs lose on Sunday night football to the Green Bay Packers by the score of 31-24. to 24. They now turn the page uh, and look to play the Minnesota Vikings next week. Uh, regular time. So we'll be back to our regular time of Skull 10 a.m. on the Arrowhead Pride. That's what they say. About Tailgate as driven by Aristocrat Motors, followed by this show with myself and Jay Binkley, unfortunately. Uh, it's called the Arrowhead Pride Postgame Show presented by 7th Street. Casino. Knock on wood if you're with me, Pete. I'd like to thank uh, Steven Sert, uh, Sean Levine, the Sports Machine, Chris Uno Cerro, uh, and Dusty Likens for producing for us all day long. Great job, Dusty. I'd like to thank Jay Binkley. Uh, it's a full slate. Thanks, Pete. Starting with Fesco in the morning, a show in Vern the drive, and then Bink at night tomorrow. The Chiefs lose 31 to 24. Uh, we'll see you next week. Good night. Yep. 
Hey, this is Scott Galloway, author, professor, entrepreneur, and most importantly, host of the Prop G podcast. We got a special series running on right now called The Future of Work, where I answer all your questions on, surprise, The Future of Work. Questions including, what are we missing when we work remotely? Or how do we handle work-life balance when a major opportunity comes knocking? From the provocative to the technical, we're offering insights you won't want to miss. So tune in to The Future of Work, a PropGPod special sponsored by Canva. You can find it on the PropGPod wherever you get your podcasts. 